you to get your Bible and go with me to Philippians. I love this great, great book to the church in Philippi. Philippians chapter 4 is where we will land today for a short time. And as you're turning there, let me just also remind you, if you have not turned in your faith promise card, or if you did not participate last week on Sunday or Wednesday, this is our missions convention uh, week, and that's why we've left the flags and the posters up. So uh, it will serve as a reminder that there are, are missionaries that are depending on us to do our part, and this faith promise card will help us to know if you're on board with us and uh, what you have in mind to uh, do as far as support goes. So please get a, a faith promise card. In fact, if you need one yet this morning, would you lift your hand? The ushers have them, and they'll get them to you, and you can be thinking about this and processing. Anybody need a faith promise card still today? Right back over here, right over here. There's one here. Keep your hand up so the ushers can make sure and see where you are and get the, the faith promise cards to you. And we thank you so much for your involvement and your steps of courage and faith. Philippians chapter 4, look at verse number 9. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, this is the Apostle Paul speaking, these, he says, do, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I've learned in whatever state I am, whether it's California or Indiana, to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. And he goes on to say in verse number 13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, he goes on to say, you've done well that you have shared in my distress. Now, you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving except only you. Even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and then again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I do seek the fruit that will abound to your account. Father, we thank you for your word. Speak. To us now. Let us hear it, God, and may it change us, and we give you thanks and praise. We pray it in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. amen. Several weeks ago, we were gearing up for the beginning of school, and we launched our first of many backpack giveaway, although I think we're going to regroup and rename it, and I mean, everything is changing on this thing, but what a successful event. What a wonderful outreach to those in need, and the idea here was just to fill a backpack with some simple school supplies for, for some families that might not otherwise be able to go and get them. And while they're here, they could also have free hot dogs and sodas. While they're here, they could also jump for free in a, in a jumper and get their face painted, and, and uh, the list went on. We washed cars, 
It was a great, great day. I'm telling you, you can just sense the Spirit of God moving on our campus as we endeavored to just reach out to those in need. Be a part of this, by the way, for next year as you hear it coming, uh, as we, we close out the summer next year and get ready for school again. We'll want everybody on board, and you'll want to get on board for this. It's really just that good. I was walking around, and I was introducing myself and, and just asking the people, could I pray for, for your student for a really wonderful school year, and, and just could I pray for you? And I, it was amazing. People were just blown away that I'd even want to stop and pray for them. Uh, and I, and I, I spoke to one lady and her children, and I, I said to her, now don't forget to go and get yourself a hot dog and, and some sodas for you and your kids. And she just looked at me so puzzled. And she said, why are you doing this? Why are you giving all of this away for free? She was baffled. And I just put a smile on my face, and I said, well, because it feels good to have you found that it feels good to give? It does feel good to give. Do you know why it feels good to give? It is by God's design. He built us, if you will, created us so that we would give. And that when we give, we would be blessed. And when you're blessed, it feels good. How many like when God blesses you? <laughs> I like when God blesses me. It feels good. And that's just what I told her. Because it feels good to give. And every time you give, the Bible says, it actually comes back to you. Only when it comes back to you, after it's left your hand and enters God's hand, it's transformed. It's completely uh, metamorphosized. It's changed entirely because when it comes back to you, it's given back good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. That's how it comes back. Today I want us to focus on a particular area of giving with our missions convention closing really today. I want to talk to you about missionary giving. Giving beyond yourself, giving to others in need, giving to others who are serving the Lord. There are folks who've left everything, given up anything and everything in order to fulfill the call that God has placed on their lives. They leave the comforts of home. They leave family. They go to a foreign land, a foreign city. They cross desert and ocean in order to be where God places them and calls them. They're missionaries. The life of every Christ follower should be a life of love. Love is shown by giving. For instance, God showed us his love by giving. He gave his only begotten son. John 3.16, let's say it together. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And somebody say amen. 
The life of a Christ follower is a life of giving. God loved us so much that he gave his son. Missionaries show their love to God by serving and by giving their very life, giving all of their resources. How then shall we show our love? I believe, folks, that we can show our love today by being faithful in giving to the missionaries and to the servants of God who are giving their all in order to fulfill the call of God on their lives. Today we hear words of experience from one of the greatest missionaries to ever live. The words are from the Apostle Paul. Let's learn what missionary giving is all about. Missionary giving, first of all, it shows that we care. When you give to the missions department here at La Palma Christian Center, or perhaps you even take on your own heart and out of your own money at home and nobody else is knowing about it, maybe you have a personal missionary that you support. When you do this, folks, it's actually showing that you do, in fact, care. Look at verse number 10. I rejoiced, he said, in the Lord greatly that... Now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care all along, you just lacked the opportunity. Maybe that's where you've been for a while. You've lacked the opportunity. I'm hoping and praying that now your care will flourish again. And if you don't care what God is doing around the world, if your heart does not care for the lost on other continents, there's something wrong. Because we need to be caring. We should care. And the proof of our care will be shown by our giving. I believe that every person that is following Christ should be giving to missions. I believe that this, folks, is above and beyond your tithe. Your tithe does not belong to our missionaries. Now, I want to clarify, maybe for anyone who's confused on this. The Bible's very clear that we are to bring the tithe where? Into the storehouse. If you call La Palma Christian Center home, along with these ten who've just joined, La Palma Christian Center is your storehouse. And your tithe should be brought into this storehouse in its entirety. It's not to be divvied up between TBN and Daystar and La Palma Christian Center. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. And I have, no, I have nothing uh, against anybody supporting Christian television. Don't misunderstand my words. The tithe doesn't belong there. Tithe belongs in the storehouse. If you desire to support our, our, the various Christian ministries on TV, radio, that's between you and God. But I would not take it out of the tithe. The tithe belongs in the storehouse. But I do believe that all faithful tithers should also then be givers above and beyond with the help of God. We should be giving to ministries in need. We should be giving to missionaries in need. And folks... They're all around us. 
The Philippian Christians were actually known for caring. Paul clearly lets us know this wasn't the first time that they had supported him. This wasn't the first time they had sent gifts to Paul. He says, your care for me has flourished again in verse 10. He also talks in verse number 15. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, nobody was helping me except you. And when I went to Thessalonica, verse number 16, he says, you sent aid, money, gifts once again for my necessities. The church may have remembered Paul's faithful ministry to them. The church perhaps longed to show their appreciation for his ministry and service to them. And I believe that many folks gave out of their need. Many probably gave out of their poverty because they loved Paul and they believed in the work that he was doing. They showed that they cared. I wonder, do our missionaries know that we care? I know for many in this room, you could say an affirmative and you could say amen because I already know that you've, you've filled out a, a faith promise card and you're saying, as God helps me, I'll help you. And we are going to help them together. It's very exciting. It's a proven plan that works very well, very well. And all, 100% of your mission's money goes to the mission's program. We do not pay the lights with your mission's money. We do not pay any salaries or any insurance, anything like that. To me, to our board, that is sacred money. And it's not to be fooled with. It's not to be tampered with. It's blessed money. And we sanctify that. I want to make sure that our missionaries know that of all the churches that support them, La Palma Christian Center cares. Come on now. Let's show them that we care. Missionary giving actually does that. It shows that we care. It also teaches us to share. I think I said a few minutes ago, I have to fight against being selfish. I'm telling you, if I don't, I'm going to get full of me, full of myself. God's trying to empty me of me so I can be filled with him. But we don't have to be on this earth very long. I'm telling you, the smallest of babies don't like to share. Pastor Moses, I'm just telling you, as angelic and adorable as Isabella is right now, there's going to come a day when she's going to show herself and she's not going to want to share because it's just in our human nature, right? That's why we try to die to ourselves so the Spirit can live in us. Amen? You go to any preschool nursery, you go into our nursery right now, you'll find kids not wanting to share. That's my toy. Never mind that we bought it. You know, my, my three kids, you know, they, they, we have to constantly be encouraging them. Think about others. We have to remind ourselves. Otherwise, we become selfish and self-centered 
self-focused. We're created to love. We're created to give. We're created to care. And we're created to share. Because it's all God's anyway. Let's remember that. Let's be reminded of that. It's all God's anyway. He's just letting us be blessed with some of it and wants us to give away so others can be blessed too. Are you willing to share what God has given to you? Look at these verses, verses 14 and 15. Nevertheless, you've done well that you share. You've shared in my distress. Now the Philippians know also from uh, that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared except you. Concerning giving and receiving, only you. Missionary giving teaches us something. It teaches us to share. I think we should share twofold. Just as they did in Philippi. They shared, first of all, in the distress of the, the missionary. He said, nobody else even cared what I was going through except this church. Norm Price, Norm and Vi are such dear friends to this church. Great, great people, great hearts. And a number of years ago, Norm came to me and he asked, Pastor, could, what could I do to help you in the area of missions? And I gave him the task of corresponding with our missionaries. And he does it monthly, probably weekly. He does it, it's just an ongoing part of what he does. He will send happy birthday on behalf of La Palma Christian Center and me. Signs my name. It's the most wonderful and awesome thing a pastor could ever have, somebody to take missions like this and correspond, anniversaries, birthdays, and, and it just ongoing. He makes sure that I know what their needs are. See, folks, our missionaries are struggling. Most of them, many of them, struggle in a way that we, we don't understand because we don't struggle that way. They come up and give us this wonderful report, but if we only knew some of the difficulty that they face. Our missionary last Sunday morning, missionaries to Greece, he was telling me that he was under the desk because of the violence in the streets. Athens, Greece, folks, not this very long ago, he had to be under the desk and spitting into a bucket because the tear gas had so overwhelmed him that it was causing him to get sick. Couldn't see, and his wife calls when all this unfolded. Lori calls, she's like, Rick, I'm watching on the news, and it looks like it's getting bad kind of right around our area, and I just want to make sure you're, you're, you know, you're safe and you're okay. And He just said, oh, honey, I'll be okay. He didn't want to worry her, so he didn't even let her know he's under the desk vomiting in a bucket. Couldn't even see. He told me, Johnny, he told me uh, when we went out the next day on Monday, we went out and took him out just for a little bit. He said, Greece is actually known as the graveyard of missionaries. Missionaries don't make it in Greece. And he wondered if maybe they wouldn't either. It's distressing. 
heaviness. I took that on my heart, and I told him, God has put you there. God has appointed you. God knew everything beforehand that would unfold, and yet he, he opened the door for you to be there. Don't you think that means he can trust you? Don't you, don't you believe that now he's going to put the words in your mouth and the love in your arms? Don't you think God's going to give you a heart? And I just began to speak into his life. We need to share in the distress of our missionaries. Financial distress. Political distress. This will teach us to share. We, we do this uh, also by sharing our resources. We share in their distress, but we share in their financial need. And we do that by sharing our resources. Folks, on our worst day, if we'd just be honest, <laughs> on our worst day, we are so far more blessed than most of the world. That's on our worst day. Never mind the mediocre days, and let's not even talk about when we're blessed above and beyond, which is where we live a lot of the time. We're blessed. Does anybody know why you're blessed? Thank you. I used to dismiss this congregation week after week after week, and I might just adopt it back again. I would say, be blessed and be a blessing. Because I believe that's what it's all about, Carol. God has no problem blessing us. He longs to bless us. But when we hoard it all and we store it all up and we don't let any of it come out it grieves the heart of God you're blessed so that you can bless you're blessed so that you can be a blessing God has given to you so that now you can give to others missionary giving shows that we care missionary giving teaches us to share and missionary giving finally, should be accompanied with prayer. Of all the things that the Apostle Paul needed from that church in Philippi, beyond money, beyond the resources, beyond the gift, he needed prayer. This is something all of us could do, praying for our missionaries. And we know today that prayer works, don't we? How many would say as a testimony, I know that prayer works. I know God hears prayer. I know that God answers prayer. Prayer is a powerful, powerful weapon. James chapter 5 and verse number 16 says, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you might be healed. There's a sermon all in itself. I'm not even stopping there. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. One version says, it is powerful and effective. Prayer. Let's commit to praying for our missionaries like we have never done before. With zeal and fervor. Believing for an end time harvest. There's really a kind of a part two on this message that I will preach tonight. And I'm going to give you a list of all of our missionaries tonight. Their spouses' names and any children that they may have at home, at least 
what I could gather. I, I don't know that I got all of it, but I tried my best to get the, the mom and dad and the kids of our missionaries, the region of the world that they're serving in. And I'm calling this church to a time of prayer, a focused time of prayer, specifically for our missionaries. As I conclude, Pastor Moses, I want you to come, but as I close this message, I want you to know that there are actually some benefits for us in missionary giving. Of course, the missionaries are going to be blessed. Of course, the missionaries are going to be supplied. But there are benefits to us in missionary giving. The first benefit, we please God. I know if I ask, there would probably be a 100% response from the congregation. How many want to please God? Yes. Here's one way you can do it. Look at verse number 18. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the thing sent from you, which is a sweet-smelling aroma and an acceptable sacrifice. Look at this. It is well-pleasing to God. This is a way that you can please God. Give, give to others. Give to God. Give to our missionaries. Benefit number one, we please God. Benefit number two, our needs are met by God. Verse number 19, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. What a promise. What a powerful, powerful promise that we can stand upon. As we give to our missionaries, we please God, and the need is met. Both the need of the missionary and our own need is met. See, sometimes we think, oh, well, I can't give because I don't have enough. How about you give and watch God multiply what you have? Do you still believe that he can cause the, the vessel not to run dry until he says so? God can take the fish and loaves and multiply them and still feed 5,000 people? You've got to give up what you got, though, to see the miracle. We stand on the sidelines, and we want to see the miracle, but we're not ready to get in the game and give God what we have. Surrender what you have and watch God multiply and meet the need. Benefit number one, we please God. Benefit number two, our needs are met by God as well as the missionary's needs. Benefit number three, we store up eternal rewards in heaven with God. There's life beyond the life we're living, living right now. There's life beyond earth. It is life eternal. We do all that we can to store up treasure right here. Got to get the best car. Got to get the biggest house, the best clothing live in the right neighborhood, get connected with the right job. And how about storing up treasure in heaven where moth doesn't corrode and the rust doesn't corrode, the moth doesn't eat away. Verse number 17, he said, I, not that I seek the gift, but I sure am seeking the fruit that abounds to your account. How's your account look in heaven? How's your bank account look? I'm talking about your heavenly bank account now, not, not Bank of America. 
better bank than that. Talking about the bank of God, the bank of Jesus Christ, your heavenly account. You're able to store up in heaven treasure and reward. And I believe every time we give to our missionaries, of all just say thank you to you for your abundant blessings to us on our worst day God we're still far more blessed than the majority of the world and you still make a way for us and you still come through and you still provide for us Lord I'm praying today God that an awareness would come let us see with spirit eyes today the need that is before us. I believe that the time is short, that the second coming of Christ is at hand. I also believe that there is so much work yet for us to do. Help us, God, to get involved in the end-time harvest. Give us your heart for the lost. Challenge us, God. May we make a difference all over the world. We pray it in the name of Jesus, and everybody said amen. Again, let me remind you and encourage you, if you've not participated in the Faith Promise card, but you would like to, our ushers will be stationed at the doors. Just ask one of them. I need a Faith Promise card. Let me, let me pray about this and take this home, and um, we'll, we'll let you know where we're at. Jim, Pastor Jim... Give us real quick, what's our, our tally right now? 30, around 35,000. All right? We need more than that, folks. I'll just be honest with you. We need more than $35,000 in order to meet the need of the missionaries that we have taken on to support. We have almost 30 missionaries at $100 a month. You do the math. So I, I, I'm still believing that God is going to speak to some more folks. You know, God is sovereign, God is wise, and in God's wisdom, He will send us wonderful members who join with us, just as I introduced to you a few moments ago. But just as God will open a door, He sometimes will close a door, and there will be seasons for people to come to La Palma Christian Center, and then seasons where people will also leave La Palma Christian Center. Folks, I want to let you know that one of our board members, Jimmy Cox, has felt that he and his family, their season here, has come to a close. And what a godsend Jimmy and Libby and Charlie have been to our family. They have rolled up their sleeves and helped us in any and every way, and uh, they have been a blessing to us. And we just pray now for God's blessing to be with them on the next season of their life and the next chapter that God will lead them to. Amen? Amen. Everyone standing, Pastor Moses, would you dismiss us in prayer? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your spirit in this place. We thank you for your presence. Father, we thank you for meeting us today where we're at. Father, I pray, Lord God, that the work that you've begun today, you would finish it, that you would complete it in us, God. 
Father, we thank you for the message that was brought forth. I pray, God, Lord God, that we would remember that what we have does not belong to us, God, but it's yours. Father, and I pray, God, that we would be givers because you gave of yourself, God, and I pray that we would follow in that example. Father, I pray that you would keep us safe as we go home, as we come back. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen.